0: We know what you want. You want to reach more customers and grow your business.
1: But the marketing and PR landscape is murky and confusing.
0: Now you can gain clarity with straight talk on the
2: latest marketing and fundraising trends and technology from two agency pros. Brian Ernest and Rachel Holland from Amperage Marketing and Fundraising. So amp up your marketing with the Amp Up podcast. Well, hello, it's Brian Ernest and Rachel Holland here on today's Amp Up podcast. We're talking about the Super Bowl commercials and all that we saw in the big game. We asked a few experts to recap which brands moved the needle. Joining us is Ambridge's video producers, Bob Waters and hello. Bonnie Bouton. Welcome, guys. Hey, Brian. Thanks for having us. Hi, Rachel. Good morning. It's great to have you guys join us. I'm sure we'll have lots to talk about with the big game last night. It was, it was a lot of fun, wasn't it? It was really great fun, game, yeah. too. Welcome, Rachel.
1: Hi, thanks for having me. So we know that there were over 100 million viewers for Super Bowl Sunday, so that's pretty wild. It's a lot more than just football, which is why we brought this crew together. The stakes for brands can be equally as high, right? So a recent statistic report said 43% of viewers watched the game for the ads. So quick poll for this group. Are you watching the game for the ads or the game? Yes. <laughs> yes.
0: Exactly. Mix. <laughs> <Nick's>, yeah. <laughs>
2: Football was good, I have to say. I mean, it was an entertaining game. I hate to see a game kind of end where, well, let's run out the clock and kick a field goal. But it was good, and at least my former partner's happy with the results. So we'll go from there.
1: How about you, Rachel? Well, my shirt that I wore yesterday said beat the other team. So I think it's fair to say (laughs) that I'm in it for the ads and the snacks, if I'm being honest. But... Bob, you've produced big game spots over the years for our clients. No pressure there for you and your team, I'm sure. But talk to us a little bit about the approach. What makes these spots most effective?
0: Well, I think the first thing you want to do is you want to stand out from the crowd, right? You want something that is going to draw eyeballs, not necessarily what they're saying because a lot of people have the sound off sometimes. If you do have the sound on, then obviously you want to reinforce your message. But it's standing out from the crowd because everybody's bringing their A game to this one, right? So this is the Super Bowl of ads, right? You want your brand to stand out. You want to stay true to your brand. And you also want to kind of separate yourself from your competitors or even the other spot. So that's a lot of what I'm looking for on game day on the Super Bowl. Yeah, so, so that's true. Great points, Bob. Monty, you've been producing uh, big
2: commercials as well, videos. You've been telling clients stories, brand stories for years. What commercials stood out to you that told a great brand story, Monty? Yeah, for a long time, we've always joked about, you know, if you want to reach uh, people, make an impact, dogs and babies.
3: So my my favorite brand story was the Farmer's Dog Spot. It was a really Mm, nice mm -hmm. 60 and just a really good story that they told about. I think every dog owner, maybe any kind of a pet owner could relate to and you know wanting to let us know that hey what you feed your dog matters we think it does anyway that's what their message was but just really you know had a great song the song was forever look it up lee Fields' song i wouldn't have been able to tell you that but it just it captured that just the whole uh, the whole message really nicely and it was a cliffhanger story like we were sitting there Mm it's like oh Is something bad going to happen to it? No, don't let the dog die. One of my daughters in law was with us. They're dog owners. They have a dog, Hallett, and they have a new baby, right? And as she watched that, she said, Oh, I just love Hallett. I love our dog. You know, so it really connected, I think, with their demo, because I'm sure she's someone who makes buying decisions about what they're going to feed the dog, and I wouldn't be surprised to see a change in what they're feeding Hallett. So I thought it was a really well-told story, good writing, good tagline, nothing matters more than more years together. And then with their little tag at the end, it was just really succinct and well done.
2: Oh, that's a great, great example, Monty. I love that spot as well. You know, I love the storytelling. I love that it had humor in it. You know, everybody's had a dog that just ripped stuff apart, (laughs) tore the chair, the, the remote that had been chewed up. I mean, everybody has laughed at that. You know, you talk about Dogs and babies. Well, it, the dog spot was terrific. I think about Amazon too had a tr- just a wonderful no, no, storytelling dog. spot. That was a, that was one of my favorites from a storytelling perspective too. I love that Amazon really doesn't even have to show their logo; they can just show the smile at the end, and you know, it's Amazon. But you know, we talk about babies. Talk about one that kind of struck out was the E-Trade baby. Yeah, no more. Where I thought these little guys are so cute, but when you don't have a good script, it just fell flat. And I thought, here's a great opportunity to be good storytellers. E-Trade has always done that with the babies. And yet it just kind of fell flat. You know, we look at the Super Bowl ads for the stories they tell, how cool, a lot of them are so funny. But did we see anything that really jumped out at us like that was really creative or that there was something that really creatively jumped out at us? Any great examples of that, guys? I
3: think there was one. we. just talked about this prior to the recording a pregame commercial for Tres We were talking about how visual that was with the underwater scenes, and it would, it was kind of a an, a pregame standout, I think, for me anyway, and just very nicely done visually. I think one of the other standouts that is probably a favorite is just what Disney did with the kind of cherry picking some of the best uh, Disney moments in our memories and really packaging that in a way that says, you know, we're more than who we've been and we have a lot that we can offer you, however you connect with Disney. And there are a lot of ways to do that now as evidenced by their spot.
2: Yeah. Bob, what about you? Anything just creatively you said, wow, that was really
0: cool. I was looking for storytelling the whole time. Right. Because I think that's part of it. And for me, I enjoyed the Google ad about their Pixel phone because it was right there telling you that you can erase your mistakes if you need to, right? And they did in a kind of a funny way, but it was really good for their brand because in the phone world, iPhones and Google are going up against each other, but you know about iPhones. You don't know as much about Google. So I thought that was a great way for them to reinforce, here's a separator for us. It's easily understood. It's in a comical way. And it it really popped to me as one of the better in interesting spots. right
3: because it was a product explainer right yeah. dexcon for diabetes had a similar one and it by comparison one much more creative than the other yeah, and more I memorable agree.
0: Yeah, the next kind of spot to me kind of fell flat. It yeah. was an explainer, but it did not stand out.
3: We'll give you Nick Jonas, but I don't remember a lot more about right. it. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Celebrity doesn't always trade. And
0: there was a lot of celebrities. There was. In this, it was. In this Super Bowl. And I thought in a way that was great, but in another way, it just it fell flat because it did not reinforce what the brand was. And that's one of mine that I thought, and I've seen the other side of this. I thought the Pepsi ads with Ben Stiller and Steve Martin, they were great from a ben stiller and steve martin perspective but was it great for pepsi where they were like i'm acting and it's up to you whether i'm actually truly acting or not which i, I don't know if i cared for that but the movie star or the rock star mm-hmm. ad that i thought did land with celebrities was the workday spot where they're talking about being a rock star mm-hmm. and then they're actually talking to rock stars like don't say you're a rock star we're rock stars <laughs> so i thought that one was really good from that perspective and it also brought home like an office situation right. which workday
3: does well- and Appeal to a certain demo, right? Mm-hmm. Us who grew up with Billy Idol and Paul Stanley and Gary Clark Jr. and so forth. That was like, oh, that was a spot for me, <laughs> right? right? Yep. And so I appreciated that knowing that a lot of the spots were not, I was not yeah. in, in their demo. You know, Dunkin' Donuts, they had high profile actors.
0: Yep. But I Ben Affleck.
2: Did that Actually, that was one of my favorites. Did, did you the, like it? You know, I, I did. I really liked the simplicity of it. And if, you know, my son reminded me that Ben Affleck is a big Dunkin' Donuts there's a meme um, about he's, him. Yeah, yeah. He, like that's part of his persona. And so for uh, him to be doing that at Dunkin' Donuts, and I mean, Jennifer Lopez can definitely deliver a line when she pulls up and says, I thought you were going to work today. Yeah. Oh, could you get me a glazed? You know, I mean, it's just like the thought of Jlo eating a donut. But how relatable,
3: coming through COVID and seeing celebrities yeah. in yeah. ways that we've never seen them before because they were a lot more putting themselves out there. Um, and we just... It's connected us, I think, closer. And I think that's maybe why we saw so many celebrity cameo endorsements popping up. It's a good
0: point. But I think you've also got an interesting thing, and you have to be in on the joke on some of those. So, right? So, on the Ben Affleck, you know that there's a Duncan meme. If you don't know there's a Duncan meme, you don't quite get the joke. I felt that way about the uh, Popcorners Doritos ad with the Breaking Bad characters. I loved it because I love Breaking Bad. It was great to see those characters again. Oh, my gosh. And it's really good, and it's shot like that. But if you don't know Breaking Bad, you really don't know the joke. You don't know the third character, Tuco, who was in it. You would have no idea, so... They're just guys eating chips.
3: We, we talked about that last week before it was coming out. You knew that it was going to be there. And I'm like, well, I'm not a Breaking Bad guy. I probably won't get it. I wondered how it would land for you. It sounds like it
0: did well. I liked it because I love the show, right? But and if you don't love the show, you don't know. And I'm sure there were other spots that I didn't know, you know who these people were, or what they were talking about, but there are others who do so i think you have to find you kind of have to thread that needle of universality so does
3: that inside baseball does that connect you better to connect your brand make it more relevant with your target audience if you know your target audience they're gonna know i think
0: it can but again it's off-putting right because i'm getting out of that breaking bad commercial about breaking bad i'm not getting the chip (laughs) Good point. right so i will say the other and i'll and i'll kind of step back from celebrities the other one that i liked and i don't know if i should like it or not was the bud light ad where miles teller and his wife or girlfriend i don't know if they're married <laughs> or what they're dancing to the hold music that we all know of and i just thought that was a creative take on that does it sell beer i don't know if it does but I, it made me happy it made me laugh a little bit it, because we all know that hold music yeah right that's interminable
3: it seemed memorable with the uh, the women i was watching the game with how about you rachel where did that one land for you? <laughs>
1: didn't really land for me. The only alcohol one, well, there were a couple alcohol ones that stood out to me. The Bush Light one with Sarah McLaughlin. Did that not hit anyone else with the wrong shelter, Sarah? Also, that's a wolf. That one probably stood out to me a little bit more because it was familiar for me. Um, And then there just seemed to be a lot of hype around the Coors Light versus Miller Light commercial leading up to it. And then, you know, it turns out it, it was not even an ad for either of those. It was Blue Moon, right, which they all fall under the same brand. So I thought that was well played. I think that they had a lot of hype leading up to it and then incorporated another one of their brands as a part of it. So I thought they did a good job there.
2: Interesting. Interesting. You know, for me, a couple of the favorites that I had that I can't pass this up without talking about Caddyshack. I mean, I'm a golfer. And so the whole I've been waiting. Ultra yeah. ad, I thought it had a lot of great celebrity in it, which was fun. Tony Romo, I think if you're watching football the last couple of seasons, his persona and just a character. I mean, the fact that he played the Bill Murray character was fun. He delivered a line, which was great. He did well. Alex Morgan big soccer star was part of it. So it was a lot of fun. That one was a lot of fun. I also like the Google Pixel 7. I think for the, to see those real life scenarios of these are the things you could take out of your photo. I mean, I think very cool. I mean, who's going to f- ever forget Binky Dad? I mean, I thought Binky Dad <laughs> was kind of fun, but you know, they're, there's probably one more that I think just from a storytelling perspective for me really did hit home. And that was the Jesus ads. There were a couple of them in there. I've been seeing those all the way through football season. Um, they've been in the, been in a lot of the games, you know, very striking images all the way through. I thought the final one that they did last night was like, wow, it really kind of grabbed you. What do you guys think? I mean, those that that's a pretty, those are pretty bold to have those in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think they stood out.
3: I thought it was especially interesting how they used black and white imagery in both of their spots. Um, Again, it's different than what you were seeing in a lot of other places. And how the first spot really felt like a big hug. The second one got uncomfortable and then it resolved. Mm -hmm. So I thought they did a nice job of kind of building some tension and being able to deliver a pretty pretty simple message.
0: I think that is a great example of standing out. Mm-hmm. You agree, mm-hmm. or you, you even know who is making the spot. You don't yeah. really quite yeah. know. So whatever they're trying to understand, but boy, it really stands out mm-hmm. and it draws your eyes to the screen. And then you want to investigate and you want to check out the website and just see what this is about. So I think it was a good entry point for a lot of people to to be sucked in, to be drawn in because of that imagery. You know, before I And thro- Bob,
1: I think, I was like, Bob, ahead, I think that goes- um, Those ads really play off well about your comment earlier about not having sound. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I was at a Super Bowl party, lots of kids. It was really loud. So some of the commercials I had to go back and watch again, right? So I could actually hear what they were saying in the message. That one, I mean, you didn't need anything, right? Like the imagery just brought you in and the whole room just got a little quiet. So that... Very well played. And also, it did get me personally to go and search. So I was looking it up today. And I think they did a nice job also of incorporating other marketing tactics of a Google search ad hit me right when I search for them. You know, I mean, this is a part of a billion dollar campaign, right? I wanted to know like, who paid for this spot? Who is this? So um, well played on the he gets us ads for sure.
2: So we talk about a lot of the great ads we saw. And there were a lot of fun ones, a lot that made us laugh. What about the fumbles? Which one <laughs> didn't really land it? Which one played it a little too safe? Monty, you're laughing. I am. I, this, I don't know if anybody else got this. T-Mobile, too soon.
3: O- Olivia Newton-John just passed away. And you're going to bring Johnny, her, <laughs> right?
2: It, yeah, It, it yeah. was just a
3: little too mm-hmm. close to that for me. I lo- I mean it was well produced the song is great but i just thought eh, maybe not i don't know i just thought that was the other one i was really i really like adam driver and i'm sorry square pace space but you disappointed me with that i just expected to have it be more
0: so you had adam driver it just didn't i didn't deliver. know what that was about yeah right well, it's, what is like, like, space it's do? a website that oh, makes websites okay <laughs> okay sure all right what okay i don't know Seems weird. Bob, we know this is your favorite topic to talk about the ads
2: that really aren't that good, so what you see?
0: I'll just say, and I don't want to pick on a local commercial, but I did see a typo in a local commercial, and I thought, this is your chance, and there's a typo, and so I immediately think terrible of your organization. Didn't that go through other sets of eyes? Didn't somebody fact check that? Mm. Or not fact check that, but so that one really, oh man, I can't talk about Who did that but it wasn't us so and then the other one that i thought was um boring to me i guess was the jeep ad with their electric vehicle so i know what they were trying to to show off but it just was boring to me and they had a shaggy song on there i don't really care for shaggy so that was off-putting for me as well and i just don't know what they were driving. But it a it off i mean it was yeah it. but what uh, okay. <laughs> those are cute animals and i gonna see that in my vehicle probably mm-hmm. not but
2: i don't know I, so you know bob if t- just to interrupt there you know with jeep the last couple of years they've done these ads that have been like part of Americana. They've had these great storytelling. They've, you know, they've been one of those that have risen to the top of like, this is one we've really got to see. And yet this year decided to go off
0: script. And I think, you know, the other thing on that is there are some commercials that can be purposefully bad. If you remember them, if you, and there's, you know, I have a lot of blank paper on here where I didn't take notes on ads, which means they're probably bad <laughs> yeah, because they I bad. don't remember them or I don't want to remember them. Right. So I think there's a way to make a bad spot for you to remember. But if you don't remember that bad spot, that's even worse. Rachel, what about you? Uh,
1: you know, I'll say... I don't know if it was bad, but maybe I was just disappointed. You know, we talked about a lot of high profile celebrities being in these ads, and I'm a huge Foo Fighters fan. Dave Grohl was in there, and he's such an amazing storyteller, songwriter, and the Crown Royal Thank You Canada ad just didn't do it for me. So I guess I was a little disappointed in that. But Bradley Cooper with T-Mobile stepped up his game, so Mm -hmm. it was a wash. It was fine.
0: So I'm assuming Crown Royal is made in Canada. Is that what they were trying it, to it tell is. me? It, it is. is. Like yeah. I still things. was unclear on that after <laughs> yeah, that ad. Yeah. It was one
3: of those that got me thinking so much about what comes from Canada. Yes. I forgot who was that spot for. Right. You know, and I yeah. think that happens right. a lot in the big game
2: ads. You know, for me, I had a couple of them <laughs> that just were a big swing and a miss. One Budweiser. Where were the Clydesdales? Mm. I mean, so just mm. by uh, just by. Not having them it stuck out to me as like hey, what did you do? you didn't do anything I thought there was an opportunity I'm sorry Rachel blue Moon for me I kind of went <laughs> I didn't get it and maybe it's the fact that I like Coors light and but all anyway, the ad all the ad and,
1: week articles were hitting me up the last two weeks yeah. so so
2: you were waiting for it I That's was waiting what, okay, for okay. It. okay so for me I think getting caught off guard I kind of went I don't I didn't get it I don't know if it, you know if you don't know that
3: Miller Coors owns Blue Moon Mm-hmm. And then you find that out it's like oh they played me right <laughs> there's a yeah. little bit of that yeah. i just got played yeah that's um, interesting mm-hmm. that's a great point money let's talk just a little bit about mr peanut he's been in the super bowl for a <laughs> lot of years right i thought clever writing obviously a lot of puns but made to be roasted i thought it was pretty interesting and they got me from the very first line i know you got a batch of brownies to ruin i was that in. was great that was i that's thought great. that was the best that's line, a great of, line of the whole that's fantastic. uh a, a best writing that was out there mm. now the spot itself was it kind of fell flat i thought they could have maybe done a little more with that. Um, but I like the concept and the idea. That was fun.
1: Did you scan the QR code, Monty, an, an, to watch the full?
3: <laughs> I'm 56, almost 57 years old. No, <laughs> I did not scan the I'll show you how to QR do QR. that later. Yeah, if you would be willing to help me through, that would be
2: nice. But I'm sure it was a, a, <laughs> I'm sure it was a great experience for those who did. You know, the other ones that just kind of fell flat for me, the Pringles, I get it. You know, you get your hand stuck in the can, but I thought Pringles has always been one of those that's just been like just killing it so many years. And I kind of went, nice in concept. We've all had that. And then it gets executed and you go, that really didn't deliver the way I thought. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about celebrity earlier. And later I wrote down in my notes, and this is funny, uh, I couldn't think of who it was for, but the Will Ferrell EV where I really went, this is a commercial about Will Ferrell Mm -hmm. more than it was about an electric vehicle. I think it was GM, but it It, really felt more like about Will Ferrell than it did about the ad. And the other one that just kind of lost me was going down the rabbit hole. It was a little too cerebral to be. People don't really know what to be is yet. And so for that one to kind of go, I don't quite get it. And yet you're going to take me on this rabbit hole journey
0: I Bob. thought those rabbits were scary looking yeah. <laughs> I mean it really like I wouldn't want to go down the rabbit hole uh, with those bad I mean, bunnies. You know, little Alice and bad woman. bunny yes. <laughs> yes, I'm glad
1: my kids were not watching at that point with the Easter bunny coming right around the corner here yeah. truth
2: yeah absolutely any other favorites for you Rachel any other spots you want to hit on
1: I don't think so. I mean, I think the two that really hit me were the T-Mobile with Bradley Cooper. I think him and his mom, I think it was just hilarious. The John Travolta one didn't hit me as much. And maybe, Monty, that hits on your point of being too soon. But that was probably my biggest one. T-Mobile, Bradley Cooper. I mean, How about you?
2: We all love Bradley Cooper, right? And his mom (laughs) is priceless. I mean, she was fantastic. She She
0: made me smile. Bob, what are your thoughts? So I don't know when the Super Bowl commercials really start. Did it start at like noon when the pregame hmm. started, or hmm. does it start when the kickoff? But I saw one in the before the game started from McDonald's. I didn't see it listed in Super Bowl ads, you know that you see today, but it was. A, bit of a couples ad where it had some heart so it was about knowing your significant other's order at mcdonald's and so they were saying each other's order and i just thought that was sweet and had a little heart to it so i really like that and you don't see that a lot i think they had celebrity couples and then they had non-celebrity couples and it, it just rang a tone for me of heart
2: Yeah. You know, I think about the whole day, the whole Super Bowl day. I thought Fox did pretty well. It was full of lots of Fox, certainly a lot of Fox promos. I don't know. We'll have to see who's going to actually watch the you know, animal control show <laughs> was promoted heavily. I thought Fox did very well with it. I think probably the best sponsor of the day was Apple sponsoring the halftime show with mm-hmm. Beyonce. They didn't have to do anything else. We'll just sponsor Beyonce. <laughs> did I really just say Beyonce? Rihanna. I did. I meant Rihanna. But Beyonce. Uh, yeah, Rihanna. Yeah. Rihanna. But uh, for Apple to sponsor Rihanna on the halftime show, I thought was well played, Apple. But, you know, what's always striking in the Super Bowl is all of a sudden we jump from these big national ads to these local ads and i know bob you made a mention about one having a typo and i think about the dollars going into those ads without naming any names what were the thoughts about our about local ads
0: how did people do i would say from my thought and it was kind of like the rest of the super bowl commercials they were underwhelming i didn't think they stood out i saw the typo and the other ones i immediately forgot. So I didn't think they were strong, at least in the market I was in. Yeah.
3: It's, you know, it's a tough environment to put yourself into mm. as a local regional regionalizer because uh, you're going to be up against like the best of the best in, in, in this format. I think it's a really, you know, something that as we talk to clients about when and why you should be doing that. One of the things I have observed when we, are working with a client on a big game spot. There's a lot of energy. There's energy here. I think mm-hmm. it energizes the client. So I, I think there's a value in saying, "Hey, let's get in there. Let's do. Our, let's put our best foot forward. Let's give this a shot and see what might happen." And I think that does good for the organization, whether the spot ever lands well or not. You know, time will tell. But I think there's a real um, valuable exercise in, in just going through that and thinking what would we do? What would our Super Bowl story be? What would our message be? And then how would we go about creating that? And you know, if you produce the spot great, but there's value in just thinking it through as a a local or regional marketer in what what would our story be? How would we approach that?
2: You know, that's a great point Monty. And my thought overwhelmingly as I watched local spots was, I be true to yourself, be Mm. true to your brand tell your story. Don't step out to do something so out of character. I think it's something to step up, level up your spot to put a little more attention into that story, but don't overshoot it. It will really have a difficult time landing it.
0: If you don't have a campaign to support that one spot, it's going to land flat. Right. You have yeah. to, it has to be part of a longer term. And I saw a lot of one offs <laughs> yesterday that you won't see again. Yeah. And how does that help?
2: Well, into Rachel's great point, it's got to be part of an integrated campaign, mm-hmm. the website that you're going to go to, the social media campaign wrapped around it, all of the other aspects too. It's got to be a well thought out campaign. So. Um, great discussion today everybody this was great what a super discussion you guys are all rock stars <laughs> thanks <laughs> well that's it for today's amp up podcast if you like what you've heard on our podcast please share it go to amperage also if you get a chance please rate and review us we appreciate any feedback on behalf of all of us at amperage thank you check in on another podcast and we will help you
1: move the needle